very front of that table, we do this in remembrance of him. At the same time, we, we need to understand simultaneously that he was completing his difficult sacrifice and looking forward to the extension of his work through the church. For several years, I've selected a theme verse for the, the year. Last year, our theme was standing in awe of God. It was Psalm 33, 8. That was our theme verse for that year that went with the theme was, Let all the earth fear the Lord. Let all the inhabitants of the world stand in awe of him. And we got the banners that you see hanging behind me to, to represent that theme, standing in awe of God. Obviously, the banners are still there, right? You, you can see them behind me. But I have selected a different theme and a different theme verse for this year. The theme this year is fear God. Fear God. The themes represented on our banners, so we did not need to change them. But I do want to draw your attention to this theme for just a, a, a few minutes as we do have a new theme verse for the year. And this afternoon, I really urge you to be with us. I will spend some time talking about our theme for the year this afternoon. But let me introduce our theme verse for 2024 at this time. It's found in Psalm 66. That's not on the banner, so you have to look it up. Psalm 66, verse 16 is our theme verse this year. The psalmist says, Come and hear all who fear God, and I will tell of what he has done for my soul. Most of our English verses translate this verse here uh, with the word fear to describe those who are commanded, come and listen. Come and hear, come and listen, all who fear God. The New English translation, as far as I'm aware, is the only major version that does something different in, in English. The, the Net Bible, as the New English translation is often called, it translates this first phrase as, Come, listen, all you who are loyal to God. The translation is trying to draw out that, that this word that is translated fear ha, has a different sense that the Hebrew word depending on whether the response is towards someone who's a bad person or someone who's a good person. The, the idea is if the person is a bad person, the idea of fear is one of terror. Being afraid of that person. Roughly, when you look through the Old Testament, half the time you find this Hebrew word is used with that sense. And, and the fear means to be afraid, to have terror. The other half of times, though, the word deals with a good person. The time when, when terror is not a reasonable response because you're responding to a good person. In that case, the idea has more of the sense of reverence. Reverencing the person ba based on the meal we just celebrated here today. This morning, we have no reason to respond to God with terror. God so loved the world that he gave his only son. He gave his son, as we've been reviewing this morning, to die for us. Uh, of course, if you are this, here this morning and to this point in your life, you refuse to accept Jesus as Savior, you, you've resisted uh, having Jesus die for your sins, you want to prove that you're good enough on your own, well, let me tell you, you should be in terror of God. The only proper response for you is fear, absolute terror, because you will stand condemned before him for all eternity. If Think about it. We've celebrated this morning the sacrifice that God made. He sent his own son to die for people's sins. If you're sitting here this morning and you're essentially saying, God, 
fact that you let, caused your son to die for me is not meaningful to me. You ought to be afraid of a God that you're spurning to that level. The, the, of course, the, the reality of if you hear this morning and you're hearing my warning, you have time to do something about that. You do not have to leave here in terror of God. You can accept Jesus as Savior. Talk to me after the service is done. Let me share with you how you can know Jesus as Savior. Send me a note. I will set aside time to, to meet with you this week and let you know how you can move from terror to reverence. For those of us who are here this morning that are able to celebrate what Jesus has done on the cross, we have no reason to be terrified of God. God's proven that his love surpasses all others. God is good as no others is good. He is the best of the best. A good person like no one else has ever been. That's why for us the, the fear in the, the verse, the theme verse, is a reverence, awe. It's a loyalty to the one who has saved us. So what does our fear look like? What does our reverence or our loyalty prompt from us? What should it cause us to desire? Well, the psalmist says the desire that should be ours is the opportunity to tell others what God has done for us. Friends, we've just shared a fabulous story this morning. A, a story that, that depicts what God has done for us. Paul implies in 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 26, that, that we read earlier, that we should continue to share this fabulous story. We should take this, these elements together. We should have this celebration until Christ returns. Uh, I mentioned earlier in the service that there's a past aspect to this celebration. We remember what Christ did for us on the cross. There's a present because it's for us. But there's also a future aspect to, to the celebration. We are united to Christ right now. We are in Christ, but we know that he is coming again. Luke 22, verse 16, that we also read earlier, says that, told us that Jesus, when he instituted this meal, he said, I will not eat of these elements again until the kingdom of God comes. The rest of the New Testament says that the kingdom of God comes when Christ returns. So every time we are partaking of these elements, looking forward to that event, waiting for that moment, anticipating it. So if you think about it in a very real way, we are demonstrating our fear of God every time we take these elements together. We are sharing our reverence for our Savior. We are telling one another what God has done for us and encouraging each other with what, has God, what God has done for our souls. Yet we should not find ourselves content to, to simply gather monthly and, and share this meal together. Come and hear, the verse says, all who fear God. All who fear God. The, the world is filled with people who, who bear the image of God and don't know him. They do not know him. They, they are currently not in reverence of him. In, in fact, most of the people don't even know that they should stand in terror of God because they just don't know God. They know nothing about him. They, they bear his image, but they don't know him. 
As I've said throughout these elements, they, they tell a truly fabulous story. A story that we're to repeat until he comes. At the same time, we need to recognize that most of the people who need to hear this story, they will never sit here and see it enacted and hear it through this dramatic rendition, this, this drama to present the story of Christ. Now, some people may sit in a place where this meal is, is acted out, where these elements are consumed, but the significance of the elements, the, the fact that they point to Jesus as Savior, that, that's never explained. The, the idea that they need to place their faith in Jesus rather than just take the, the bread and the cup is never explained. Even more likely in our country, as, as we see church attendance dropping and dropping and dropping, there's many, many people who will never sit in any sort of a, a service where these elements are taken, where this story is enacted. For those reasons, we, we need to not only proclaim the Lord when we gather together and take these elements with each other, we need to, on a regular basis, proclaim what God has done for us with our lips as we go out. We need to seek out the people who could join us because they have the possibility of fearing the Lord. They could join us. We need to share the gospel message of Christ with them. We need to make that a mission this year. Come and fear all who fear the Lord. Do we fear the Lord? If so, then we are going to share what he has done for us. We know that as we share the gospel, God will work in the hearts of some and draw them to himself. So they too will be able then, once God has drawn them to himself, join with us and they'll be chiming right in. Come and, and join us. Come and hear. This is our duty if we truly fear God ourselves. If we truly reverence him. This is our mission. May, may this year, 2024, be a year that we make fear, the fear of God our personal purpose in life. May we be men and women who truly begin to fear God. Come and hear all who fear God. I will tell of what he has done for my soul. I'll have Mark come lead us in another song this morning as we think about how we will fear